The following podcast is a B&E Network exclusive. We are coming at you live from uh, Toxic City Studios. This is your Toxic City podcast where we put the pop in culture. You know what I'm saying? Thank you so much for coming on this journey with us, this adventure. This is our first ever, ever, little Chris Jericho action, um, podcast we're coming at uh, out of Toxic City. Um, so this is the first one, man. We're in it. We are just kind of bringing the world of Toxic City to you. Um, at Toxic City, we like to say we are your home away from home for comic book stores. You guys come hang out with us, play games here, have conversations here, get into the nerdiness here at Toxic City. And now we are bringing your home away from home back to your home. I, I said a lot of homes with the uh, Toxic City podcast. So it's so awesome you guys are out there um, listening to us, listening to us get into stuff, interviews. Um, this podcast just about, again, we support, it's, it's about comics, it's about culture, it's about community. And we support the arts, we support artists, musicians, um, other podcasters, anything that we can bring to you that we find interesting just to kind of let the world know, grow whoever we're interviewing's um, listening, listening base or, or fan base a little bigger. Um, that's what we're about, man. We're about, again, community, getting all the people that have anything to do with uh, Toxic City, whether it's a, a customer, one of the artists, one of the bands that play here, one of the people that help us put together our uh, movie nights, whatever. We just want to get your stories, your, your cool adventures out into the world, man. And uh, again, thank you so much for, for, for tuning in. So this week, our first ever Toxic City podcast, we have Mr. Uh, Bill Kurtner. We're gonna it's gonna come on a little later as we interview him. Um, man, Bill's Bill's an awesome dude. We're gonna be talking about uh, his band, Little Red Voice, that's gonna be playing here August fourteenth around eight o'clock. We start. Most of the bands come in here. They play two sets, thirty minutes each. Um, they kind of do originals. They do covers. They do whatever. Man, we're just in it to have a good time. Little live music while you're shopping at the old Toxic City, buying all your your goodies, your collectibles, whatever, um, your fun stuff. So uh, it's exciting. We've already done one. Trigger Creek played. They'll be on the podcast I think next week. Um, and uh, we're gonna interview Bill Curtner. Like I said, he's gonna be talking about his band. He's gonna be talking about rock and roll, his love for music that's been going on forever. He's been talking about other bands he's been in. We're gonna get a little into uh, one of his good buddies, David Arquette. They've hung out. They're friends. They might have hold hands. I don't know. You know, we're gonna hear the stories. We're gonna hear the stories from Mr. Bill Curtner. He is also um, a fellow podcaster on our network. We think we're we're on right now. Little B movies and ebooks. He. Uh, he runs Longbox Small Talk, him and uh, his friend Rodney. So he's going to be talking about um, his love for comics and how he's always been into that. And talk about their podcast, man, and what they go over. He's a huge Abrams fan. We'll cover a little bit of that. We'll get into that. Not everybody out there is in love with uh, what Abrams has been doing, but Bill, you know, he's in it. So, um, yeah, man, Star Wars, everything. We get into huge conversations with Mr. Bill Kurtner. Um, thanks again for kind of catching us on our first ever Talk City podcast, and uh, we're, we do it at Talk City Comics, man. We've had a cool week here in the store, had a lot of cool things come in. Um, right now, I want to talk a little bit to, to, to the moms out there. This weekend, we got a, um, a cool company out of Austin, Texas called Spry Sprout. Um, they cover a lot of baby bibs. They make handmade blankets, handmade bags, handmade purses, handmade um, little zipper coin purses. You can put whatever you want in them. A lot of cool patterns from He-Man all the way to uh, Adventure Time. We got some BMO stuff, you know, uh, Star Wars, of course. I, I love supporting local companies. Texas grown, man. I'm in that. Handmade, I'm in that. I think it's super cool. Um, so here, if you walk into Toxicity Comics, a little highlight for a little Spry Sprout 
um, out of Austin, Texas, we started carrying their line, man. And we're hoping to, in the future, carry other unique boutique items that you can't really find anywhere else. So um, I'm excited about that. So it's baby bibs, it's baby blankets, it's bags, really for the ladies. The idea here is for the fellas to come in, buy all the the awesome collectibles, the the statues, the toys, the whatever, and not leave their girlfriend sitting on the couch playing on their phone. So we want to put something in the store for the ladies and the bags and the baby blankets and all that stuff um, to, to have your, your little toddler, your little nerd baby styling. Styling and profiling. Woo! Little Ric Flair action. Uh, this isn't even a wrestling podcast. I just talk about wrestling a lot because I'm a huge wrestling nerd. Um, and that's what we're about here, man. Just being to whatever you're into. So a little shout out to Spry Sprout. We got going on in the store right now. A little highlight. Um, check them. And thanks again for joining us on our first ever Toxic City podcast. Stay with us. We're going to jump to a little commercial about who's sponsoring us. And uh, when we come back, the interview with Mr. Glamorous, gorgeous Bill Kurtner himself from Longbox Small Talk. We're going to get in it. It's going to be fun. Come along for the ride. Hang out with us. Come back. We'll be back in a sec. Thank you. Longbox Small Talk is a comedic yet informative view into the world of comic book media with a bearded man child and a punk rock never was been. Join them every Wednesday on the B Movie and Ebooks Network. That's Longbox Small Talk on BMovies and ebooks.com. And we are here with the glamorous, gorgeous, beautiful oh. Bill Kurtner. <laughs> um, if you don't know, at Toxic City, man, we have a live music event, and these guys are up next uh, next month. I don't, even, I don't even remember the date. Both of us just August 14th. August 14th. Yes, <laughs> one of us remembered. August 14th, and your band, what's it called? Retta Boyce. Retta Boyce. It's an awesome name. Thank you. Describe your your vibe, your style. Uh, Retta Boyce is uh, a reggae-ish band. There is parts of reggae and ska, but because my band members are are all Latino, it tends to be a little more Latin flavor. They might cut you. Huh? They might cut you. No, 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 oh, no, 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 okay, no, no, okay, I didn't know. No, didn't it's okay. Know. I'm, I'm, I'm honorary Latino. Now. I like that. I've like been that. fixing my own mower lately. Awesome. So. You just, you've been watching Blood and Blood Out. A yeah, lot. yeah. So I'm I feel that. Yeah, I'm getting that. my teardrop <laughs> tattoo next week. So that's awesome. I like that. It's got real racist, real quick. <laughs> it's all like right. right out the gate. We just jumped okay. in. Yeah. Okay. It's I'm good right. with it. Um, for those of you who don't know, I am I am Mexican. So it's I, all right. Yeah. I get away with it. I'm You're honorary Mexican. I like that. I'm pretty Mexican. I like to call myself a coconut. I'm pretty white on the inside, brown on the inside, but. On the outside, I should say. No, that's awesome. So tell me a little more. So we're going reggae. We're going a little ska. Yeah, I, I met them, uh, gosh, uh, back in February this year uh, through Craigslist. They needed a bass player, and I was looking for something to do. And honestly, it's probably the best experience I've had in 20-plus years of being a musician. That's awesome. Yeah. So you were, like, looking for an end table, a little coffee table on Craigslist or something, and you're like... No, oh. no, I was looking for a band. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. No, no, no. <laughs> I was looking for something to do because Dad was getting bored. And I uh, wanted to try something different. I've been a reggae fan all my life uh, and just always wanted to play something like that but never had the, ex- the chance. Cool. And these guys gave me a chance. And, of course, I go and meet them, and they're, all, they're 23 and I'm 39. Right. And I said, are you okay? And they're like, hey, if you're okay with it, we are. Right. Hadn't been an issue since, and, it, and it's... That's awesome. So what's the biggest, uh, <laughs> say, with the age gap, What what's the biggest... There, there really isn't a big deal. Right. Uh, experience, you know, because they... I've been through the ringer before uh, with another band mm-hmm. and done climbed the ladder and all that with, with a band. And, uh, you know, I, I can see things, like I can see uh, certain shows that might not be 
the best thing to do, and maybe they haven't gotten there right. to where they know what's good or not. But really and truthfully, it's a democracy. So they say, hey, we want to play it. You Bill's, Bill's got to go and play it. You know? I feel that. I <laughs> so, feel that. You mentioned it. You said dad's got to get something to do. You have how many kids? Uh, I have two, and then my girlfriend has two. Awesome. So at, at given times, we have four. I know. We just had a long dad conversation about random dadness. And, yeah. Um, you know, we've been playing music. I used to play music uh, when I was younger, too, and going from, like, this <laughs> this punk rock vibe to, to four kids, I I'm, I'm, I feel uh, <laughs> more scared of my kids than the punk rock crowd. Exactly. I can tell you that. They're insane. Um, I like that. So we have a father of... Four, two of his own, uh, bass playing reggae, white guy. I love this. I love this right now. And um, Bread of Voice is playing again August 14th. August 14th here in Toxic 50, City. 50,000 times before I'm, this interview's over. I am, I am the most excited to play here. That's awesome. This is going to be fun. Um, yeah, you know, we're a comic store, a collectible store. We're doing live music. And that that it's funny when I tell people, people walk in, I'm like, hey, we have this band. They're playing. They're kind of, you know, reggae, sublime-ish kind of vibe. Their eyebrows go up and they're like, really? Hey. You know, and I dig that. I and, dig that. And it's family friendly. Yeah, it's super family friendly. Yeah. So we got, you know, video games for the kids. Uh, Trigger Creek played here. They were like a um, kind of folky rockabilly band. And there was kids running around and everybody, you know. And the cool thing was, and this is kind of the idea behind it, the, the singer from Trigger Creek says, how many of you guys have never been here before? There's probably like 30, 40 people and half, half the crowd raises their hand. And so that's the idea. Like we're that's exposing good. the store. We're exposing the idea of, of this whole nerd culture that, I remember when I was younger, a lot of guys would hide, not mention, and now we're kind of almost making it a proud thing. Hey. The, the comics, the movies, the things you're just, the, the fanboys of stuff, well, you know. and the good thing is, is you brought it to an area that doesn't have it. That's awesome. So, we're, you know, you, you've cornered the market in an area that needs it. Right. And that's, that's cool. why that's why I love uh, this it, place. It just, yeah, it kind of fell in, kind of everything fell into place. Uh, that's we right. are um, uh, exit 13 going down 45 both ways, Delaney Road. Um, we are in what a lot of people refer to as the old outlet. You know, it's Gulfway Plaza now. And so coming into this as a manager, uh, Toxic City Man, we were kind of like, uh, is this the best place to, to put something? Is this place dying off? It's whatever. And, and now that we're thriving, we're alive, man, we're seeing um, a good response from the community saying, hey, we need this in our area. Yeah. And that's what we're about, man. So we're about building community in here. But I want to get back on. on okay. okay. I don't know okay. how. We just, we'll just spin off. <laughs> that's all right. I, I will, uh, you know, uh, talk about Talk City all day Tangent, long, tangent you know? City. It's that's all right. That's what we do. We do that here. Um, again, we're here with the glorious, lovely. Oh, Bill flattery will get you everywhere. I, I know. Come and on. I'm, I'm planning on getting <laughs> everywhere, baby. You know what I'm saying? So um, we got Red of Voice going on. Mm-hmm. And you formerly were in the band that I know you from, Black Math experiment yeah right experience yeah. Experiment. Experiment. experiment you got experiment. it you right. got it that's yeah. right and um i mean i still go back and watch a little youtube my favorite thing in the world and i'm sure it's everybody <laughs> is you cannot kill david arquette it amazing made. song i was watching ridiculousness the other day um mtv and you know rob deertrick says hey david arquette i talked to him like oh, we're hanging out i was watching tv i wasn't hanging out with him and uh he says you know what's up with this band and they play your music they play on the song MTV they the I was song. pretty excited like I was like I know that guy yeah my kids were like shut up dad you know but it, it, it it's a weird it's a weird thing that song 10 years later we wrote it I wrote it in 2005 and I got contacted this time last year by a production company at MTV saying we're gonna have David on the show can we use the song and we had to go through the legalities on that. And uh, it, it's really odd that 10 years on, a song that I just wrote driving during work still has a life out that's there. Cool. No, yeah, that's cool. It's I weird. Mean, can you imagine those guys that, like, started in the 70s, 80s, are playing, you know, still touring and playing that one hit? 
yeah. you know, whatever. Same, same, same vibe. What possessed you to write the song in the first place? I'm just a divining rod for weird. I like that. I, and just this is the best when, answer ever. When, 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 if you go through the back catalog of Black Math, it, it's just when the moment hits, um, there's an author I can't off the top of my head remember. He said, he would say, uh, I think it was Selsby. He said, I just get out of the way of the, of the writing and just let, let it, let the divine, whatever, whatever you believe in, let it guide me and write it out. And I, you know, it just came in. I could hear the, hear the, I could hear the chorus and then everything else writes itself. It's such a cool song. Look it up on YouTube. What it's fun. It's it's, give, it, give, give, him the, give him the links and stuff. What's the whole title? Uh, you Cannot Kill David you Arquette. Cannot kill David Arquette. Yeah, That's you it. can find it on YouTube, Spotify, Amazon, iTunes. And, and your new band. Do you all have anything out? Any? They have. We have a demo out right now. Right. Uh, they're selling at shows, and uh, we're looking to get back in the studio. We'll probably have something out before the end of the year. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, it's it's just so funny how Black Math cannot just... Go it away. won't die. Yeah, it won't. It's, it's one of those it won't. Things. You know, I can't be. You know, I'm trying to be now. Bill from Red Boys or Bill from Longbox Small Talk. Yeah. But it, still, it's Bill from Black Math Experiment. Sometimes I'm gonna. We're gonna get in Long Longbox Small Talk one more time. Tell me a tell me a David Arquette story. Um. Well, we met him in uh, 2007. We were contacted. Let me see. This is uh, November of 07 uh, through MySpace, kids. Uh, if you don't know what that is. <laughs> um, we got a contact, and, and they said... We'd already had correspondence with him, and he sent us a box of... Uh, about a year before, he sent us a box of gourmet cupcakes. Uh, I like as, that. <laughs> as a, yeah, he's a real down-to-earth dude. Right. And he s- sent a box of cupcakes and was, you know, said, I really like the song. I hope to meet you guys sometime. No signed autograph. No, no signed He did. No he nothing, sent something just, signed. But the cupcakes, I think, it takes it to another level. That does. You know? It does. So uh, we have... It wasn't like, here's, here's C-Spot Run sign. It was yeah, like, some cupcakes. Or Ready to Rumble. Right. You're a wrestling gone, fan. I, yeah, I am see? a huge wrestling fan. Ready to so, Rumble would have been... So we get that, and I'm thinking, that's, what, that's all we'll get out of it. You know, we got a lot of notoriety locally for the song. Uh, we got nominated for a Houston Press Award super for cool. Song of the Year for that. So I think that's it. Yeah. So around November of 2007, we get a call from his people. He is doing uh, a press tour for a movie that he directed called The Tripper. And, and they say, we want to do a show where you guys play, and he's going to come out and sing the song with you, and then he wants to show the trailer for the film and maybe do a Q&A. And we're like, okay, great. We're thinking a couple weeks, a month or two, prep right. time. This is on a Thursday. They say, we want to do it next Wednesday. That's beautiful. <laughs> so <clears throat> we make some phone calls, and we found we were able to get, you know, just throwing out there into the ether, the proletariat, uh, a f- club that's long gone now in Houston, says, yeah, we can do it, whatever you need. And they wanted to verify the correspondence, so his people got in touch with them. So we bring him in. Uh, we set up we, to do our show. He comes in in a limo. He's in a, uh, if you, you can find the pictures of the video online, but he comes in in kind of a, uh, a, a white, bedazzled kind of suit. I like and that. I mean, literally walks in the door. Someone hands him a beer. I mean, it's like, it's like he walked in empty handed, beer in right hand, walks in, saunters in like he owns a place. Couldn't be, honestly, couldn't be nicer. Uh, we play the show. He comes up and sings with us. You can find the video. There's two or three different videos online of it. Cool. The Chronicle.com has a really good one. Um, at the end of the night, we, we were doing press pictures with him. 
uh, having a nice time. And so I get, I, I, I'm not a, I don't get starstruck. I don't really care right. care for that kind of lifestyle. But I do lean in and ask him because I had a question. At the time, he was still married to Courtney Cox. And the line, of the first line of the third verse is, is he's done things to Courtney Cox that would make Santa blush. Uh, he's the closest to having a friend's threesome. That's awesome. So I asked him, I said, look, did your wife get upset with that line? He says, no. And then he kind of looks, looks both ways, leans in and says, Adam Dershowitz. Now, for you kids at home who weren't born in the, in the 70s or 80s or, and didn't grow up with the Counting Crows in the 90s, Adam Dershowitz was the singer of Counting Crows. Mm-hmm, right. Okay. Adam Dershowitz dated, I uh, believe, was it? Kate Hudson? No, no, no. He, uh, he dated two of the Friends girls. Oh, okay. So I'm guessing Dershowitz was the one that got closest to pulling... Pulling, pulling, pulling the, black, the friends, the black mask. Hey, yeah, the black mask. So, 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 I thought that was cute. That was yeah. our, that was our shared moment. Awesome, you know. Since you, you and David are kids, had, you had a little, nice little moment. That's all, like all I needed. I needed validation. I, I certainly don't want to offend anyone. I feel you know? that. I feel that. I like that. That's super cool, man. I, uh, you know, I tell people out of that story. So, like, oh, my friend Bill, David, our kids sang with them, you know, and so. Um, you know, after Ready to Rumble, he's always been in my heart. I um, and then so we go from from Black Math. Now you're doing um, Red of Boys, and so bass player, Dave, friend of David Arquette, <laughs> songwriter. We just Bill Kurtner. He does all things and long box small talk. Right? Yeah, our podcast. So let's yeah. talk about that. Uh, about a year ago, Rodney Heron and I, an old friend of mine, uh, we we wanted to do a show. We didn't know what we wanted to do. Um, times didn't match up. He was getting married. I was I was buying a house. So a couple months ago, he says to me, let's do a show. And I have time during the week, and I said, excellent, let's do a show. And we wanted to talk about what we, what we talk about when we're together, which is basically comics and comic-related movies right. and, the, and the medium in, in that. Because I grew up, I mean, that, that's my thing. I'm not a sports guy. I grew up with comic books. Right. So... And that's what we cover, and and it's it's we're not trying to be the guys that are on the edge with news. I don't think that I, in this day and age, I don't think it's really prevalent to try and be like, oh, we we, we know we have the scoop. So we just talk about what we want, what our comment. It's more a commentary on the industry, how we feel about things, especially because there's a ten year age difference between the two of us. Right. So, you know. Something, some different worldviews. Exactly, different, exactly, yeah, yeah. exactly. So, and, and so, how did that get started? Like, what, what, who? Got he, the ball he he called me and said he wanted to do a show, and we talked about it. And I'm guessing somewhere between conversation one and two, he spoke with uh, Craig Wade and Brian Delaney from uh, bmoviesandebooks.com. Bmoviesandebooks.com. <laughs> <And> also. <laughs> Formerly of the Remote Junkies, <laughs> yeah. which are also having a reunion so, concert. So, so my seed I planted a couple right, of weeks ago. Right, right, right. I'm taking a little credit for this because uh, yeah. I wanted to see this happen. Everybody wanted to see this happen. I think it's a good idea. It is. I can't wait. So the Remote Junkies were this punk rock band that we all grew up with. Um, yeah. Went to high school with them. I was actually in a punk rock band. Opened a lot of shows for these guys and uh, local local uh, rock heroes. Local you could phenomenon. say. I'll, I'll go with the phenomenon. You know, <laughs> they put out uh, fifty-seven thousand albums, all from Craig's back porch, and yep. um, just cool guys. Haven't played in what? Would you go ten or seven, eight years? Oh no, no, no. We I did. We did a show, probably four or five, because we did a, a, a little little known show. I played with them at the roller derby. 
as a as a junkie. Uh, I, I it was kind of a a hybrid remote junkie brown dog affair and oh, black I math. Okay. Yeah, brown dog affair. Yeah, okay. we we had Jeff come in from black math and do two black math songs. Okay, so but yeah, I got to play with them once or twice, and that was a lot of fun. But yeah. They haven't done well. You know what? They did a show in 2012, so it's been probably it's gonna be about three or four years. Okay, they did a show in 2012. They played with Last Right In. Oh, okay. In uh, Baytown. Okay, very yeah. cool. So so and they might even practice maybe once before that would be our exciting. Show. That it, would it, be. It'd be more. Exci- I heard that they weren't, but I'm hoping that they do. I think it'd be more exciting to go to the practice. Right. To see them actually see if they actually do practice. Right. And so, uh, anyways, that's happening. So and you're you're the the driving force behind. I mean, uh, I'll take I'll take credit you know, where credit's uh, that's due. That's good. That's good. <laughs> that's good. So we get to see your band. You know, a month later, you're gonna see the junkies. I'm excited. It's all, it's all yeah. over. We're going your podcast. That's what we're talking about. We're all over the place, baby. <laughs> right. I'm okay. I'll bring it's it back. Right. I'll, I'll go and I'll come back. That's what I do. I'm on a journey here. No. So, uh, but Rock- Craig Wade also has um, uh, B movies and ebooks. B movies and ebooks, and he yeah. is, I guess. Like this giant umbrella and starting to put podcast out, and this podcast may or may not be on that right now. I'm not sure where we're going with that. Fingers but might, crossed. We've fingers talked. We've talked. Fingers crossed. So, we've had meetings. Um, right. We've had meetings. We've had meetings. It usually uh, involved Mexican food, but we've had meetings, and um, you know, uh, I think that's how so. I first met you. That probably everybody I, meets I me think, over Mexican food. I bro. think I met you at were you at Casa Ole. I used to work there. Yeah, it was about eight years ago. No, no, no been like so so i might have been there eating i don't know okay but i used to i haven't worked there probably like 15 years or okay something, so it's been a while. maybe we maybe we, you, time gets when we get older time, <laughs> it might have been 15 years ago and you're like no I, i've only known you for eight yeah that's true <laughs> that's true it's been a while it's been a while but i've heard of you like i said craig, uh, <laughs> craig would always tell me about this band and da, 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 and so then i finally met you and you're beautiful and awesome oh so, gosh all over the place i'm gonna get a date before this is over <laughs> i'm getting a date but um, tell me about your podcast. We're still on that away from. Uh, it's a lot. Of, it's a lot of fun, man. Uh, we just, like I said, we talk about comics and the medium. Uh, Rodney likes to uh, torture me with a game I like where that. I have to guess. Uh, he gives me five different characters, and I have to guess if they're real or fake, and I also have to guess their powers. Okay. And so far, uh, out of ten points, I've only gotten eight out of four games. So he's making up characters. <clears throat> Some of them, okay, yes. That's awesome. And and they're incredibly. If you listen to the show, he's. Some of them are very believable. So as far as deep in, in nerddom, um, would you say Rodney is a little more in that? I'd say, no, no, I, I, no, because I go back. Okay. I mean, uh, you got longevity. Yeah, because I, I go back as far as I remember my grandmother buying me comics when I was about three. Okay. I had, I'm old enough to have had uh, issue two and three of the original Star Wars movie adaptation from Marvel. Dang. And I, I remember those two, and I also remember uh, it's a world's finest issue from 82 that had the uh, composite Superman, where he was half Batman, half Superman, and it's green. Okay. And I, I remember I've that. I've read it. I've seen the cover. Yeah, I, I, I've read. That was one. I, I remember that, that cover. I had a That's stack awesome. of them. So, so you're saying you're, you out nerd, Rodney. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, I'm obviously. I just got to cause a little obviously. war, a That's little okay. podcast war. I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. That's cool. But so, I, earned, I earned my nerd stripes. Okay, <laughs> so you, you out nerd him and you're more of a man. Is that what well, I can, heard? What can I say? <laughs> Is that what I heard? Rodney, I can, I, I, if you're here, you know, if you're listening to this, buddy. <laughs> well, he's still, hot. <laughs> I got the hot news over here. <laughs> Out, out, man, and nerding you. Um, that's super cool, man. So you were telling me about your podcast. Yeah, Mike, it's okay. It's a, so, um, it's comics, movies. What's your, what's your favorite movie of all time? 
You know, I'm gonna be honest with you. Let's, let's bring it. We're getting weird here. This this is gonna get this this may be a shocker. Is this getting weird? I will, it's we, gonna get a little weird. Should we take our shirts off? No 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 no. Okay, we'll leave them on. <laughs> All right. Um, I gotta say. If you talk about favorite movies, something you like to watch all the right. time, and it it draws something. See, and that that tells you off the back when somebody asks you a question, that just kind of tells your nerd level. We're talking yeah. about that is then now you have you're like, what do you mean favorite favorite movie starring or you have subject, yeah. you know, little subcategories. <clears throat> so, but if I have to if going. I have to say verify this, yeah, and it'll tell you how massive of a nerd I am. Uh, the 2009 Star Trek reboot, okay. I absolutely. I love that film. Right. Um, I'm a big Trek fan. I go way back. Oh, I didn't know you was a Trekkie. Big time. But, but see, I, didn't know. I, I am bi-fi. Yeah. I like Star Trek and Star Wars. So Bi-fi. That's a great... Thank I've you. never heard that. Did you come up with I coined coin that, that myself. Bi-fi. So. Okay. I'm bi-fi. I am a draw-the-line-in-the-sand kind of guy. <laughs> you got to pick a side. But now, my friend, Bill Kurtner. You, I think you can Wordsmith. We're going to add on to the list of rock star. Oh. Um, uh, was in a band with David Arquette. I know. I'm, I'm going that far. <laughs> podcaster. A podcaster. <laughs> the manliest nerd on his uh, podcast. No. And, um, I, I got to go, go with that. I, like, I, I heard he's joining Webster's Dictionary. <laughs> No, I, I love that film. I really do. I think Abrams figured out a way to reboot the concept without forgetting the old and giving you somewhere new to go to. The second film's okay. It's fun. It's not as good as the first. But I like I like how well-written the first one is. And I, I like how uh, Zachary Quinto was... Spot on. No, he was spot. It's like a spot-on spot. On spot. spot on. I mean, it's, it's, it's really good... It, it it's especially you know now that I like it in the second one where you can see both of them like together. Oh yeah, you know I mean it's like oh that's on point. That's it is on point. point so. And I, I, I again, it's one of my favorite things to watch. You know I won't. Right. If somebody says hey do you want to turn that on I'm like I'm all clear out two hours. This is happening. You're in that. We're right. done. We're doing this. You're in that. I know we had a romantic night planned, lady, but <laughs> the 2009 Star Trek song, you're so getting, you're, you're going to have to wait. You're getting chicken wings and, and Star right. Trek. But you're like, trust me, this Star Trek gets me going. <laughs> I'm bi-fi. That's right, that's <laughs> uh, right. You know what I'm saying? Afterwards, you'll be you'll be happier. Yeah, so what do you think, um, The how do you feel about Abrams coming over doing Star Wars? Oh, I'm excited. Right, you're an Abrams fan. I'm excited. I, I, I really, <clears throat> I know. his first film was uh, Mission Impossible 3. Okay. And I love it. I think it's one of the best of that series, and I love that whole series. Two's a little weak. Is there names for you guys, like Abram fans? Like, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe there aren't. Abram, you ain't fine. I think you're in it. <laughs> but I think you're in it. But we're of a we're of a certain age because he's in his mid to late forties, okay. and I'm I'm encroaching on forty. Right. And we all grew up kind of in the same world, and he's a massive Star Wars fan. Right. And just you know, we touch on the new episode on, on Longbox Small Talk about this very about this very. This is a whole what is it called again? Long box, small and talk. And where can you find it? Uh, on uh, bmoviesandebooks.com and iTunes. <laughs> but no, um, I think he was the only guy. Um, Brad Bird, I think, could have been the second uh, director of The Incredibles and Mission Impossible 4. I love me some Incredibles. I, yeah. I, I think he could have been the only other guy that could have done it. Mm-hmm. But I also think giving Abrams a chance to rewrite the script, somebody that the original three films mean something to right and that he's steeped in the legacy I, I think it's going to be fabulous thoughts on Jar Jar oh I mean get you know God why <laughs> why I mean there, there was no reason I, so we have a 
a friend here, uh, one of the employees here, his name's Hector, and he loves him some anime, and I always, he has his anime section in the store, and he's like, don't touch my, I'm always jacking with it and putting, like, American <laughs> anime next to it, and he gets so mad. <laughs> I had this Jar Jar Binks doll, and I just kept putting it on his <laughs> anime section, like, it's, it's the same, right? It's about the same. And uh, this little girl walks up and is like, Jar Jar Binks, and she bought it, and I was like, that's I was trying to dog Jar- this dude with Jar Jar Binks dolls, <laughs> and then we had a Jar Jar Binks fan come in. They're they're great. Those three are great kids' films. Right. You know, but the problem is, is they're not well written. They got plot holes, you know, like Swiss cheese. Uh, they're not great. And and, and and we're we're talking about episode, episode one, one, two, two and three, three for listeners. You know, there's there's spots in episode. I'm epi- sure y'all know. I don't, <laughs> I'm just saying. There's spots in two that are okay, and there's spots in three that are alright. I will tell you, the execute order sixty six in episode three is my favorite all time thing that ever happened in Star Wars. It is, it is it is really cool. Write about me on the message board. Do they still have message boards? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't I'm know. Just, uh, <coughs> I make up. But I yeah, get, I get stuck in ninety six sometimes. <laughs> but it it it. You know, they're not horrid, right? but we did try and go back uh, about two months ago. My girlfriend and I tried to sit down and watch Phantom Menace and couldn't get through half of it. It's just bad. Right. I mean... and oh, That's the first one? Yeah, one, and, right? and it's just real bad. But yeah. I think we're going to get renewed. I think there's a reason why the summer movies haven't been fabulous. Right. Because we're gearing up for December. Right. We're getting ready for... I like how excited you are right now. Oh, he almost, very. He almost stood up. Very. He was almost very. standing it, ovation it's, for it's, December movies. It's going to be, I, I think Star Wars, this is going to open up the floodgate of a whole new, a whole uh, quality in cinema coming right. back. You know, because the first anthology film looks cool, you know, Rogue One, and, and now today they're talking about Benicio Del Toro, maybe the villain in, in episode eight. I like that. Oh, hell yeah. I, I mean, like that. I like that. And of course, you know, a great director is doing directing eight. Ryan, oh uh, God, the guy that directed Looper, Looper. Okay. Uh, he's directing. I can't think of his name off the top. Ryan something. Uh, he's directing it, and they've got. Um, it looks like Colin Traval, uh, Colin who did uh, Jurassic World, okay. is going to be doing nine. Let's, let's, a little quick thoughts on Jurassic World. I liked it. It's fun. I liked it too. I read, I read so many bad reviews going into it. Um, and I think I liked it for a lot. I'm a super cheeseball dude. Like, I like cheesy. I like, hey. you know, I don't want to spoil everything for uh, people who hadn't seen it yet. Um, but uh, dinosaurs eat each other, and I like yeah. that. Dinosaurs cool, coming out of water, eating stuff. Hey, um, and, and the third yeah. act is a real, is a massive homage to the first film. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's just steeped in, You, if you want to go down, you know, memory lane 20 years ago to the first Jurassic Park, right. it goes right back like there. That. And does it tastefully. It. And it was like, oh, yeah. I mean, you got yeah. the hype. You know what I'm saying? It, it, so. it was a lot of fun. And um, I was a bit disappointed in Terminator Genesis. I, I, big Terminator fans. I have I'm, friends I'm massive that, Terminator fans. that are just so mad about it. Like, my friend, um, his name's Derek. He likes to tell people his name's Rick, but that's not his real name. His <laughs> name's Derek. He was wearing a Terminator shirt, and I knew that he hated the new movie, and I just kept telling everybody, hey, he's wearing that shirt because he loves the new Terminator. <laughs> he was getting so mad. That's not uh, why I'm wearing this shirt. And I was like, oh, the Terminator Genesis, right? It's your favorite movie. And um, that was good. That was good. I, I was disappointed. Mm-hmm. I will tell you, the only film this year I've seen that came out this year that I've been blown away by was Mad Max Fury Road. I, I actually really, I saw it for the first time like two uh, days ago, and I didn't know what God. to expect. I heard you know, whatever. Oh, it's about Furiosa, not really about, you know, Mad Max, uh, and I didn't even care. Like, I was in it. 
Um, I, I love, like I said, I'm into cheese ballness, the guitar playing. Drum. I love the Doof. The oh. Doof Warrior, man. That's it, my I, favorite. It was, it was, I heard, Con- I haven't seen it yet, but I heard Conan O'Brien yeah. entered, you know, he did it. Con- and it was glorious. Uh, so it, I thought the whole thing was just awesome over the top. You a, know. a ballet of carnage. Who was the actor that played the guy who ended up in their car? Oh, that is, uh, that's Beast. From uh, X Men: Days of Future Past and First Class. Yes. Okay. The whole time I'm I like, can't I know think your of his face. name. I know your yeah. face. And he's in that one commercial, the car commercial, where he's being all suave. I don't know. Yeah. But, but yeah, he's yeah. he's a beast uh, in the in the, right. the new X Men. The whole films. time I was just like, your face. And didn't he do? Um, he's in some other new. I movie. he's the, in a lot of stuff. Yeah, he's yeah, a good yeah. character actor. But yeah, but yeah, the whole film is just it's really good. I mean, if you're looking for a Shakespearean. Like well-written film, obviously this isn't what you're Mad getting. Mad Max might not have been your first theater yeah, to step yeah. into. You know what I'm saying yeah. in general. But, but it is so good. The only way that would have been better if it would like cut into the um, uh, California Love. Video. <laughs> uh, you know that would have been a little, little, two, a little, little Tupac, Tupac love. action. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Pop okay. Tupac. It's one of my favorite Tupacs. You know. Well, you know. So, um, that's pretty good. But uh, so let's we we covered. Let's jump a little bit back into your okay. uh, your podcast again. Is under. Bmoviesandebooks.com is where you can yep, find it. Every Wednesday. And the podcast is called? Long Box Small Talk. Long Box Small Talk. And the band you're in? Red a Boys. Red a Boys. So this yeah. man, let's go through <laughs> the list. He's a podcaster. He's a rock star. He he plays reggae. He's hung out with David Arquette, and I'm pretty sure that crazy things happen. Um, we can't, we can't even on the air talk about it. Um, just just one of, uh, you've been in the scene in Houston for so long. Oh, and, God. And too all, long. All, Comic enthusiast, movie enthusiast, yeah. and that's what your podcast covers. Yeah, and so it, it, what we covered here is a touch of, of kind of what your just, podcast. Just the like. tip. It's just the you tip. Got, just the tip. Just the tip. You know that's got to mean so much <laughs> trouble. So I hear. I um, <laughs> that's this thing's got a weird <laughs> shirt still on though. I'm excited about that shirt still on. Hasn't got that weird. Bill Kurtner, you are a gentleman and a scholar, oh, man. Dude, thanks for having me. No, thanks for coming out, man. Again, um, you know, we're we're putting this little podcast thing. Hopefully, by the time this airs, we will be on also. Or we'll be brother. I'll podcasts, put in. I'll put in the good word. Uh, I'll put in the good word with the Godfathers. I think so you know, we've gotten we've been in talks over Mexican food. Uh, but cool, man. Thanks for I'm oh, gonna, man. I'm gonna sh- on air. Thanks for you having hear me, that? Buddy. That's shaking thanks hands. That's man. grown men shaking hands. This is my home cool. away from home. Awesome, so. awesome. <laughs> and we'll be back soon with a, with another segment or me to tell you bye. I'm not sure where this is going in our right. our list. So, okay. all right, guys. Yeah, we'll catch you in a sec. <laughs> we want to thank a Mr. Bill Kurtner for coming into Toxic City Studios knocking it out with us, for telling us his life story, his adventures in music, his adventures with comics, his adventures with Longbox Small Talk, our brother podcasters on this network. We just want to thank everybody out there listening for tuning in to our first ever Toxic City podcast, which I think we're kicking around different names, man. We might go with the Adventures of Toxic City. I like that. Let's go with that. Thank you for the Adventures of Toxic City podcast. Um, yeah, guys, tune in next week. We are going to have the amazing, wonderful group called Trigger Creek on just talking about their music, talking about their collections, talking about the things they're into, why they live here at Toxic City. Um, tune in, man. It's going to be a good time. Um, again, August 14th, Red of Voice, that's Bill Kurtner's band. Uh, we'll be playing here um, at 8 o'clock, August 14th, 8 p.m., August 14th at 8 p.m., um, you will hear the ska reggae sounds of Red A Voice. You guys check it out. Check out our Toxic Music Live. Check us out on Facebook for all the um, 
latest news, the latest events we got going on. I know September uh, 13th, I think, is the day that we're kicking around another Little Heroes Day um, where we dress up like superheroes and give people discounts. That's what we do. I know I have a Batman lined up, a Suicide Squad. Harley Quinn will be here for all your photo needs. I think there's even going to be a costume contest. All the details should be out soon. It's going to be rock and roll costume party, Little Heroes Day at Toxic City Comics. Again, August 14th with Red of Voice. Thank you so much, Bill Kurtner, for coming out, rock and rolling with us. Um, and for all you listeners, you are why we do what we do. Thank you for, for this journey we've been on for the last few months. Thank you for the love and support of Toxic City Comics. Thank you for every person that comes in here, tells us about their comic collection, tells us about what they love, what they hate about pop culture, tell us about all these dang movies we're always talking about. You guys come and have a ball up here. We want to hear your thoughts on life and what you love. Um, again, Toxic City Comics, we're about comics, we're about culture, we're about community, man. We dig that. Um, thanks for the support. We are out. First ever podcast. That's a wrap, baby.